Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. We are back. We are back from our exciting whirlwind trip to Disneyland, and I cannot wait to talk about it on today's show. It feels like we were waiting so long to go, and now it went by in the blink of an eye, which always happens on these trips. Literally in a blink of an eye. First, before we, we, we start today, I really want to thank our listeners out there Everybody that was commenting and following us along on our trip, they were on Facebook with us. I know that a lot of them, a lot of our broadcasts were sort of spontaneous. And I just want to thank everybody for for all your comments and sharing and everything. Without you guys, there would be no show. So, well, there would be a show. Fun. It just wouldn't be as fun. <laughs> That's true. It would be a little weird. Yeah, it'd just be us talking to each other in the living room. <laughs> you and I would be commenting on the. <laughs> yes, trying to be make up fake Facebook accounts and commenting it. Maybe maybe you're doing that, or I'm doing that. Who knows? Maybe okay. I'm April. <laughs> maybe you're April. <laughs> I thought you were Rob. Maybe I'm Rob too. <laughs> oh gosh, All right, I'm getting too goofy. Um, I'm too excited to talk. Today. I have to say, next trip we'll get better at uh, the whole. Don't promise anything. <laughs> I'm making promises right now. The next trip, we're going to get better? What? Yes. I'm going to get better at – well, I'm not going to get better at filming or talking or <laughs> communicating, but I'm definitely going to get better at battery charging. That's for sure. Oh, oh right, right, right. Yeah. Get that an extra battery definitely... back up or have six phones with me so that never happens again. <laughs> it is definitely going to be part of the official parking packing, packing list. Uh, we definitely need to pack extra batteries. We got that comment on Facebook from a listener. Too. Well, it's funny. Uh, down Main Street in Disneyland, there's the place where you can watch the old Mickey cartoons. And right to the Steamboat co- Willie. Yeah, Steamboat Willie, which was interesting. We'll talk about that. But right before you, right as you go in the entrance, right before you enter the theater, kind of, there's a little plug on the side. There was must have been three guys kind of huddled up, sitting next to that plug, with their phones plugged in. Trying to do the same thing that we were trying to do. Literally hilarious. Just seeing everybody kind of crowd on top of each other. Everybody was best friends. Yeah, because you need you just, power. You need power. You need to make friends because it's really awkwardly close. Exactly. It's like, let me. <laughs> can I sit in your lap, sir, while I charge my phone? That's so funny. All right, so, so let's talk about how are we going to do this today. Well, let's, I think we should break this up into two parts because we did go to Disneyland and California Adventure. But I think that if we talked about everything we did in those two parks, it'd be like a four-hour show. Yeah, we definitely need to break this up a lot because even though we were we were only there for 
a few short days. We did so much, and I just want to be able to really give it the attention it deserves by by breaking it up into uh, multiple shows. So anyway. So I think the Disneyland was open from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m., and we stayed the whole time. We really did. We were one of those. Which we often tell people not to do, but, you know, <laughs> we're in Whoops. California. We've never been before, and we wanted to maximize our time. Yes. We were literally there for the entire time. My hips were hurting towards the end of the night. My hips still hurt. <laughs> it's not that big, but I just think just we did a lot of walking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because we just wanted to see everything multiple times, knowing that we were only going to be there that one day. I, it takes me a while anyways to absorb everything so I can see everything once, but then I want to experience it again in order to absorb it. So I feel like we did a lot of that, right? which was good, but it was a lot of walking for us, even though it was a much smaller park. So we arrived in Disneyland, the whole arrival process was a little surreal it was the buses you mean like we had to hop on buses in disneyland which we never thought we'd have to do never thought we'd have to do just being in california and not florida was so different i often because there are palm trees i often had to remember that i wasn't in florida you know i was like wait a minute we're in california but what really hit me was pulling up to the parking lot and hopping on the Disneyland bus. But as we were on the Disneyland bus, I saw another bus go by that was part of Disney. And it had a description on the bus that said cast members. And I thought that was so neat. It's so different than you would ever imagine. You never see that in Walt Disney World. So... I feel like there was celebrities driving because <laughs> I wanted to stop right. and get their autograph. It was kind of, it was really neat. But definitely if you had told me what to expect, I would everything was I guess a lot different than I ever imagined in a good way. I just just maybe just didn't realize. Yeah, we got there and bef- the day before, we got there the day before we were going to Disneyland. We kind of drove by the park to kind of see. We wanted to go to Downtown Disney and see the the two hotels there. And uh, the thing that caught my attention was how close it is to everything else around it. Like in Disney World, you go to the parks, you're, you know, you have to drive a little ways. You're kind of secluded in the in the whole compound of Disney World. Um, but Disneyland's like right dead center, right, right in front of everything. You could like literally see the attractions from the street if you're walking by. So different, so different. So we grab our tickets and we head over. I think I skipped. I might have skipped. <laughs> yeah, I think you and you you and the girls did skip over to the line. There was a lot of people. It was a crowded day. Even the the cast members talking throughout the day said that for a Thursday it was a really really busy day. Maybe that's because it was open so long. And the day before was the Halloween party, and this was the regular park hours. It just there was a lot of people. It. I didn't expect it to be that busy. Well, I didn't care. I was skipping along. I made new friends, <laughs> even in the entrance, and I got skipped and hopped all the way over to the main to the main gate and i will say when we first arrived seeing the railroad seeing the mickey garden like the whole area there where it's, it's very very similar to walt disney world so at first i didn't feel any different i didn't really realize i guess that we had arrived in disneyland it kind of felt similar to walt disney world 
But after when we walked in and the first thing I saw was the castle, I immediately got taken back. I thought that castle was so adorable. I love, don't get me wrong, Cinderella Castle is an outstanding piece of architecture. But having this smaller scale castle, something that you feel like you could touch and just be really close to, it just definitely changed the over. Like at that moment I said, okay, we are in Disneyland. Right. Um, but one of the first things you had mentioned and you had said was, you know, we walked over to Walt's apartment and not a lot of people know, I think, or realize that, you know, it may be over there. I, I didn't see a lot of people even over there taking pictures or maybe. I saw nobody people... over there taking pictures. Like, yeah. As a matter of fact, people were looking at us awkwardly. Like, why are you taking pictures <laughs> of the fire station? What is, what do these people even understand? There's no. I'll bet There's... that 80% of the people, maybe not 80, 70% of the people who visit Disneyland who aren't locals don't know that what that significance of that fire station is or the light. Even now you think? Yeah, there was nobody there. If you knew the significance of that, you would at least go over and take a picture in front of it. Maybe. Yeah, no, true, I guess. I just feel like there's a lot more local people there in general than I guess I imagined. So maybe they're just used to it. I don't know. But seeing that light on, I I definitely took a moment with the kids and you, and we definitely kind of hung around there for a little bit and just kind of – I know that, Bruce, in your mind, you were imagining climbing up there. The telephone pole. We walked into the bottom part, and there was a telephone pole. I'm like, wow, this would be great to climb up and check out his apartment. Telephone pole? I mean, uh, fire pole. <laughs> pole. Why did I say telephone pole? I don't know. <laughs> how, do you, how do you climb up a telephone pole? It's the easy. fire pole. <laughs> There's that story about someone climbing up there right and that they had to close it i heard there's a story about someone there was they were up there and someone climbed up the the little fire pole there and they, they closed it off after that they kind of surprised them i think i heard that on a, a video somewhere or on a blog somewhere i wonder if that's true or if it's just a made-up thing but i will say if that was open i would have been tempted to climb up i would have been though, up there for sure i know even though i know it's very much frowned upon the other thing i noticed is the downtown um like the little area there is that there are a lot of characters around, way more characters out in the open around being able to have photographs and meet them than in Disney World. Yeah, the Main Street area is definitely way more intimate. Is that an appropriate? Yeah, it is. I feel like everybody there was way more, uh, it was more accessible. Definitely. You Not know, as many shops either. So it's more it had the more of a of a hometown feel, whereas Disney World's all shops. Right. It um, definitely felt well and I and it, and I think that it has more to do too with the fact that there's less space. Right. But I really loved that fa- factor of it. Like I really thought I wouldn't. I really thought because I love, you know, Walt Disney World has my heart in so many ways. And, and, you know, you're so used to having everything sort of the way it is over there that I thought it would it would give me a heart. You know, I thought I wouldn't love the small scale feel of it. But how can you not love something that, you know, where it all began? Right. I love the small feel of it. And I love the fact that you could literally walk from one side of the park to the other 
uh, in five minutes. So, what did you? What were your thoughts of the castle? I thought it was small. I was <laughs> surprised at how small it was, um, but I thought it was cute. And it's very, like you said, it's accessible. You can kind of go walk up. You almost feel like you could walk up to it and touch it. And the Disney World castle is so, so large and out there that you can't really go up to it and feel like you could take a picture of it or it's quaint. Right. Way more, way more than I imagined. I think I imagined it a little bigger than it is, actually. I I couldn't believe how small it really was, but in a good way, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree there. So, one of the first attractions that we went in when we got when we arrived to Disneyland is on the right hand side is the Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, and which we were only one of four people in there. I was gonna say I was a little disappointed with the amount of people that were in there, but walking into it, I really got chills and goosebumps because I didn't realize I knew that the that the attraction was there. There's a sign right out front that says Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. But when we went inside, I didn't realize that it was actually a little bit of a museum with some artifacts from Walt Disney. So the actual bench that he sat on when dreaming up Disneyland was actually front and center right there. We took a picture. The kids took a picture of it. They were fascinated by it. I mean, you know, there was a very special plaque and really sweet words about the day he remembers thinking of what he envisioned in a park to be, to bring his kids someplace where they could enjoy it together as a family, rather than the kids just playing along and him observing. It's amazing that they have that bench there. I was shocked. I didn't know that it was there. So that surprised me when we walked into the museum and that bench was there. And the significance of that bench is where he sat down watching his girls on the merry-go-round in thinking up the idea for Disney. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize it was there either and so when I saw it it really took me a while and I kind of I did definitely got emotion emotional and I definitely reflected a lot and it's incredible to me that they have it saved there and so special. Such a special memory and memorabilia that they kept for very special park. So going into it there's even more um and if Again, if you take your time in there, you can see a lot more. Um, but when we went inside, I wasn't—I guess I wasn't really excited to see great moments with Miss Lily. I—I don't know why. It wasn't that wasn't necessarily my first choice into the park, but I'm so glad it was afterwards. After we saw it, I really thought it was sort of a blend of the American Adventure and Epcot, and the Hall of Presidents right. sort of mixed together into this great audio-animatronic audio show that is an original attraction that Walt Disney created. That, to me, the technology still took me back. And the way that they had the show when he stood up yeah. during, I didn't expect that. Like, the whole thing of it, I really didn't expect... It to impress me because it was something that came out way, way back in the day. So, you know, I think it I, sets I was, the whole tone for the park. You know, if you go into that attraction, you see the animatronics, you know the history behind how it was started, and then you walk out to the parks, gives you a more of appreciation for the park itself and the history behind it. Exactly, but I, I was really entertained. I mean, we were 
probably it was probably not busy because I think like myself with my initial reaction was really we're gonna do this first (laughs) well we'll come back to that later on the way out maybe and then nobody ends up going there exactly but I'm so glad that we did and it was the first thing because after seeing it I remember walking out that song gets me every time that they play and um the American Adventure and it's just like a very pretty song about you know successful and important people in U.S. history and the way the music goes on and on and then as you exit the attraction they have the picture frames of all these people that are, you know, these famous people that have done incredible things and the song, you can still hear it playing <laughs> as you're, ex- and I'm starting my, my eyes started to fill up with water. The kids get embarrassed every time, but yes. it, t- <laughs> it truly took me back. It really makes, it really is a great way to start the day. And I really wish that more people would stop and take the time. It's 10 minutes. Take the time to start the day off that way. And don't think for one second that you're not going to be entertained and that your kids are not going to be entertained. Because I will say our nine-year-old who, you know, will say has a very short attention span and takes after her dad, um, (laughs) was fully immersed in the experience and she was learning and being entertained. And really, it was incredible to see. So we left that and then we walked down Main Street. And what was the first attraction that we gravitated to after? We didn't go initially right to the castle. No. So after great moments with Mr. Lincoln, we sort of wandered off. We didn't really go on any attraction at, like for a while. I remember just kind of us taking our time to absorb everything and kind of we were taken back by the fact that to the left was Frontierland and to your right was Tomorrowland like literally right there six steps yes. <laughs> yeah. so close and together you could see the Matterhorn right in front of you the castles right there you can see uh like Big Thunder Railroad in the distance to the left it was amazing to see all of those things in one spot like you could literally see everything you could literally see everything I think we were just taken away by the that fact of it so we didn't rush over to anyone the only thing you couldn't specific. see was Toontown right which I was exactly. grateful for Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Toontown gives Bruce a headache. I realize that. It does. Nah. So um, the first thing after we kind of... Absorbed it all. Absorbed it all was we had to do the Matterhorn. And that was just like... A, I mean, the kids were pointing at it from the moment we pa- passed through. They were so excited. We t- had talked about it beforehand, and we had watched videos about it. So... That was number one on the list. And when we when we walked up to it, the line sort of curved around the the mountain. and Didn't sort of we, curve around the mountain. The line curved around the mountain. Listen, the line was really long. But what surprised me a lot was that nothing seemed to be a very long wait. Tell me how that has. I'm telling you because they set your expectations. They put 40 minutes and they know it's going to take 30. And then no, you... And listen, here's, here's what happens. Okay, I'm listening. They put 40 minutes, right? They know it's going to take 30. But you get there, and it's been 25, 30 minutes. You're like, oh, man, they said 40 minutes. That's great. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> you just waited again. in line for 30 minutes, right? So <laughs> right. They, they set the expectations for longer. That happens all the time. I think there was only one attraction we went on between California Adventure and Disneyland that was longer than the wait time. 
Oh, I remember exactly which one. But And I waited in there for four and a half days. <laughs> the Matterhorn was so neat. What, just waiting in line. There's no big fancy queue like there is in other attractions in Walt Disney World. But that's okay. I didn't need the big fancy queue. We were right beside the mountain. And the sound effects coming from the mountain made you feel like you, were, you had traveled somewhere afar. It was great. The, it really was. That's the sound. Like the, I remember the kids think just commenting about it, and we were all trying to stay quiet so we could listen to it. But it definitely made you feel. I'm so glad that they had that part of it. As we're know? looking around the park, trying to see what else there is around us, and you can see Autopia in the distance. You can see the Nemo attraction. You can see all kinds of things going on around you that you want to go on next as you're waiting yeah. in line. So it keeps you. It's almost like the cues kind of seclude you in the story, which is great because it entertains you while you're waiting in line but for us being first timers there it was great for us to be able to look around and see what else the park has to offer while we're waiting in line so back to the Matterhorn how much fun was that it was it hurt my back a little but it was fun (laughs) it was a rough ride it was a rough ride I I didn't realize how scary the Yeti actually was (laughs) and I didn't expect him yeah I knew he was in there I didn't know where and it does jump out at you. It does really. A couple times. You. Yeah. But that, so we got, we actually went on this attraction twice, both the day and then a listener suggested we definitely try it at night because it's definitely a different experience. And we're so glad we did because they were right. This is the only it attraction was, we went on twice. It was the only attraction we went on twice. Um, but the overall experience was really cool. I mean, for them to come up with that kind of, technology way way back in the day and it still be entertaining nowadays that's incredible the seats were a little snug though <laughs> if you're a big guy it is it is a little tight but what other one did we go on that was real tight for me i forget i think it was in uh california adventure i'll talk about that next next week so so there was some. What were the must-do attractions for you? Like, what were the ones that you were looking forward to the most? Let's move on to that. So the Matterhorn was a must-do. The other attraction that I would say was truly breathtaking, and I didn't expect to be so blown away. I don't know why I didn't expect to be so blown away, but seeing it's a small world really, really made me realize I was in Disneyland. Really got me to pause and reflect. I didn't expect how beautiful the landscape is in It's a Small World. And the attraction itself was much different. They added um, some characters that you would recognize from Disney yeah. movies. And uh, yep. some people don't like that, but I thought it was I thought that, I thought it was well done. It was tasteful. It wasn't like they highlighted, you know, it too much. I think it certain was, ones they went overboard like they could have done without it, but certain ones it fit in well. Yeah, and it was like little splashes of them. Like it wasn't really – like I agree with you. This but, I don't know if it's because I've been on uh, Small World and Disney World many, many times. Um, and maybe we'll do a show in the future of, you know, we'll we'll say would you rather the, the version in Disney World or Disneyland. But this is definitely one that I would rather go on than the one in Disney World. I thought this was a much better ride. I just thought overall the story walking up to It's a Small World the attraction starts right from the exterior instead of the interior, like in Walt Disney World. It's sort of inside. This is this 
incredible. Uh, we have pictures of the of the landscape outside of the attraction. It just glistens in the sky, and the boat actually begins. The boat ride actually begins outside, and then it takes you inside the. It's a small world attraction. I love that the clock on the exterior, just everything about it. I was really taken back, and it really felt so nostalgic and so surreal. Yeah, it was nice. I really think that that was. I think if you if you would ask me what my my takeaways of you know, besides seeing Walt's apartment and, you know, although we didn't get to climb up and see, actually visit, just seeing the lamp um, light at the castle, I think the next one has to be It's a Small World. I think my low expectations of, you know, the one in Walt Disney World, the music, everything, it can get corny and it can stick in your head all day and it's not necessarily our favorite sometimes because you know that song's going to be stuck in your head all day. Right. But it's a must do because it's a it's a it's a nostalgic attraction. But the one in Disneyland by far is definitely it, a must do. It's yeah, you just have to go. Over no, there and I, check I, it out. I guess we got to do that. <laughs> we're supposed you, to go on that because we're in Disney World. It's yeah. This is a, you'll look forward to going on this one. So that and then my other. So if you walk through um, into Frontierland. I really didn't expect – now, this isn't a nostalgic attraction by any means, but I really didn't expect to be so blown away by Indiana Jones. It was a great Even, attraction. Well, here's the thing. We walk up there, and there's a 45- or 50-minute wait. And every time there's a 50-minute wait, you kind of scratch your head. It's our first time there. You know, we, we want to be able to um, go on – the things that we had set out to go on. So you see 50 minutes in the beginning, you're like, maybe it'll, first of all, it never gets less of a line. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> like, you know, maybe in Disney, mistake. maybe in Disney world, people like leave. And the, as the time goes on longer, you can get less of an attraction. It's like the opposite in Disneyland. <laughs> if it says 50 minutes at two, it's going to be 80 minutes at eight. <laughs> yeah. So go on, it, go on it way. at two. But that being said, I didn't really want to wait in that line. But I'm like, you know what? Let's just go. We're not going to be here long. And the beginning part of the line is not as exciting. You know, there's some things what? outside. But as you Are get you into the tunnel, it's great. No. Stop right there. I loved the the waiting outside. I guess you call it a queue in a, in a sense because you really feel like you're in a jungle somewhere. I don't know. Here's the thing. People must have been really small back then. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Because those ropes were like hugging my hips. Yeah. And, and so I'm, that's the truth. And, and uh, you know, I need my space. <laughs> but I, don't, I, I know I his I know I'm gonna be snug on the attraction. I don't necessarily want to be snug before the attraction. Every single line was like that. I feel like people like on top of me. Every single one. They definitely must have been a lot smaller back then. And There's not, no way. I'm not like a huge guy. You're but, pretty big. But yeah, I was like, had to walk sideways through some of those things. <laughs> I so we're waiting outside and because most attractions in Disneyland we found that once you wait outside the attraction itself begins as soon as you enter like so as soon as the line ends from the exterior you're in the attraction but Indiana Jones what I didn't expect was this massive waiting area outside with truly it almost felt like similar to Star Tours in Hollywood Studios the way you kind of you're outside like that Right. Um, which I love. And then you walked in and there's even more 
which how come there was no line in there? It's like you, you basically could run through. It's almost like they it's like Indiana Jones and you know, they're afraid of it caving in. They don't want to have people in there. I don't know why there wasn't like, a line in there. There was a huge line like, outside, right. but nobody's inside. Nobody's nobody was inside in this massive sort of hallways. Maybe they want you to be able to walk freely through that. That's part of the that's part of the story. That was so much fun. We were giggling and laughing. Bruce, there was these two ladies behind us. I think they let, must have let like seven people or eight people in at a time because there was only a few ladies behind us and then a, like maybe one or two people in front of us. And then there's our group, Bruce and us, Bruce and the kids and I. And he would, so after a few minutes when we realized how fun it was, he was running and hiding behind these corners of the caves. <laughs> Jumping out. I thought the ladies behind us were going to kill you. <laughs> I'm scared him. Well, because I kept stopping and screaming because that's just how I am. And, but I will say, I, I really didn't expect, maybe because I knew too, this is another part of it, is that Disneyland is so small. So I didn't expect that they would have the space. To, for me to scare you. Listen, anytime there's a, co- a, a column in a hiding spot and you're walking behind me, I got to stop and scare you. No, I meant to say I oh. didn't expect the space of the tunnels to be so massive oh, and right. big. And it was like it seemed like they went on forever. They did. Didn't it they? was it was a long corridor. But let's get into the attraction now. Let's move on to getting on there. What did you think of the attraction itself? So much fun. Creepy, right. fun, and I had already read somewhere that they had used the technology for the attraction in the Animal Kingdom for Dinosaur, which is my favorite. I love the way that attraction moves in the car. So I already knew it was going to be a Jeep car thing. And I already knew how the attraction was going to move based on the fact that I read that. But what I didn't expect was the length of the attraction based on the fact that, again, Disneyland is so small. So I didn't expect they'd have the space for it. Right. And number two, I thought you really felt like you were in the movie in, in, in Indiana Jones. Like they had scenes – seamlessly done some gross and eerie scenes which i thought you wouldn't like actually because you didn't you never really loved the indian Indiana movies based on some of the goriness of it i didn't but, like the um, one where yeah they had the the book where they eat the, the monkey bugs. brains and there's all the bugs <laughs> that one didn't do much for me yeah but we were giggling and laughing the whole attraction and screaming and it's it was truly a blast so we leave indiana jones and then we headed over to I think we went back over to Space Mountain. What did you think of Space Mountain in Disneyland? We had they had a special October feel to it inside the attraction. So I thought it was. Listen, I love Space Mountain. I know you're and a huge I, Space Mountain fan. Space Mountain to me is the ultimate. I love the cube a lot better in Disneyland. I do too. Uh, you really felt like you were in a space shuttle, but. I hated the overlay. I hated the Oh, man, the Halloween. I thought that was so – that's the one thing that I was disappointed at with – Yeah. Dis- I mean, the Haunted Mansion had an overlay as well, and we'll get into that. But this one was just – just, it just felt rushed almost. It felt like they needed to do something, and they just kind of did something. I felt like it was a little too gory for Disneyland. Right. Like the Space Mountain, was... and there's a skull coming at us. Like, what is that all about? Yeah, it didn't make sense to me. So. so I was a little disappointed. I love the actual attraction. I love the queue. I love the experience on the attraction. I mean, what's there not to love about Space Mountain? It was different how you sat side by side. Right. Not um, used to that on Space Mountain. 
Yeah, so I like that in Disney World a little bit better, but, I mean, we could talk about Would You Rather later. Yeah, we'll do that on um, the show. I don't think we could give it a fair review, I guess, because it was that Halloween overlay, which, yeah, I can't imagine, you know, I remember even our youngest just kind of thinking, "Mm." it was, like, almost bloody. Like, they had, like, a red, so it was skulls coming at you, and it was, like, this red sort of gory scheme. I don't know. I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't either. All right, move on from that. (laughs) Let's go on to the Haunted Mansion because that's another one that we were, I was super excited to see. And we actually, we got in line for the Haunted Mansion right after Indiana Jones and we're in line. We're waiting there for about another 50 minute line and we're waiting there and, you know, we waited for about 15, 20 minutes and then all of a sudden the ride shuts down and I'm like, oh, come on. This is the one thing that I really wanted to see. In Disneyland, um, and this one had a Halloween overlay on the outside, and I thought it, they did a really good job of the Halloween overlay on the outside. It was Jack Skellington kind of feel, but it wasn't overly Jack Skeleton. I like on the that. outside I, at least. I'm actually I realize now that it was there was a reason why it broke down and we didn't get to see it during the day because I think it was way cooler at night. Yeah, and you're I'm right. Glad. We did we so. did go back at night. And as we said earlier in the show, it, the lines don't get smaller. So we waited a little <laughs> longer. But it was it was better to see it at night than the line than during the day. And what do you think of the attraction itself? So we go, you go through the Haunted Mansion. You walk up. You see all the overlay. I like that you get to get close to the house as you're getting closer to the line. And then you walk in, and it's different than Disney World, where you just you kind of walk in right into that room. You're like It's outside. You walk in the front door, and you're in that room. I loved it. I thought I love the fact that it's so different from Walt Disney World, and I love that it has that New Orleans mansion type feel from the exterior. I think that that a lot of people have said there's some controversy on that of you know basically saying that it, it's not spooky enough, but Walt wanted something that blended with the landscape. And didn't look like a rundown, rickety thing right. from the exterior. It would have taken away from everything else in Disneyland. And being that it's so close to everything, you, he definitely had to consider that. And walking into it, I would say it felt spookier that it wasn't so um, spooky from the outside. Does like, that well, make you, any yeah, sense? you didn't walk through the graveyard like you do in Disneyland. I mean, yeah. there's a couple, but the thing that I remember about it is my expectations were to be, I don't know if it, it was I didn't expect it to be that close to everything. I thought it was set back more, like in a different part of the park where you could kind of you had to observe it from afar. Everything seemed a little bit closer to you walking through the past than I thought they were going to be. I think too, and the crowd level made it make it seem that way as well. Like maybe. maybe if there was a little less um, uh, if it was a little less crowded, there was a few attractions that weren't operating. They were being refurbished, so Splash Mountain. There's a few others which I think increase the level of crowd in certain other areas. Well, there was four total that were being refurbished. Splash Mountain, yeah. the train, and there was two other ones that were mentioned in the in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so I think having those down definitely makes other places a little bit more crowded, which could take away from your feeling of it being set back. I think the Louisiana of feel of that part of the park was my favorite park. You're like walking through those little alleyways in the back, you could see Club 33. You see Walt's second apartment there. Um, that's now, what was it? They say it's like a dream giveaway. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting to see. I like that whole part of the, the Louisiana square. 
I did too. I didn't realize how much I would love it until we were there. And it had this sort of spooky, mystical vibe throughout the whole area. And what really tied it all together was having the Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, we can't do this show today. I don't care how much time we're going over to talk about the Pirates. <laughs> I think people will be okay if this is a longer episode. I was literally taken away by the Pirates of the Caribbean. I thought that I loved Walt Disney World Pirates. Let me just tell you, the one in Disneyland is truly magical. People I mention mean, to us the restaurant that you see when you go through the beginning. Yes, the Blue Bayou. It was great to see that. Like people, eating, we can like wave to them as they're eating dinner, and like the feel of the Bayou. They did a, such a great job of the theming as you're going into there before you get really into it. The theming, first of all, seeing that restaurant there and the way it it felt like that scene in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie where they were traveling to see, um, they were in sort of the swampy areas yes. and the trees are hanging over. I mean, it definitely made you feel like you were in the movie and it was, you didn't know it was going to come up from beneath you. It, you know? I, the thing that I liked the most too is it, it brought you back to that first time you went on every attraction in Disneyland. Like the, the queues for us, like in Disney World, you're used to, the queue being outside, then you go inside and the queue's even longer. In Disneyland, like once you get into the building, you're on the ride. Right. So exactly. we didn't know how what to expect for how long the line's gonna be. We didn't know what to expect once the attraction starts, for especially like Pirates or Indiana Jones or the Matterhorn or Space Mountain, like especially these attractions that you can't see from the outside. You have to actually maybe, go in there. Maybe that's why they didn't feel as long as they had said, because in Walt Disney World, when the attraction is out the door like in Magic in Space Mountain, when it's all the way outside in Tomorrowland, you know you're in it's for quite be... a while. Yeah, because you know how but... long that lo that walk is inside Space Mountain in Disney World. Exactly, so, but Disneyland is completely the opposite. So there's always a line outside, but that's it. When right. you walk in, you're really there. Yes. Um. So it's pretty. It's pretty neat. But so back to the pirates. I just. I, I didn't expect two drops, too. I didn't realize that it was going to drop. <laughs> and the drop is so steep. There was another lady. And I instantly flashed back to when I had our oldest, when she was a baby, in Walt Disney World, when I didn't expect the drop there. And, you know, there's no way to really – no one told me there was a drop. I hadn't gone when I was a little kid, so I didn't remember anything. And there's no sort of handlebars or anything. And it's dark. Right. In – or seatbelts or anything. Nothing to right. tell you that there's going to be a drop coming up. Nothing. So, in and in Disneyland, not only is it another drop, there's two drops, but it's even steeper. And I was reading somewhere that the reason why it's steeper um, is because they weren't limited like they were in Walt Disney World. They couldn't dig as far in Walt Disney World to make that drop so steep. So, here I am on this attraction, and I knew what to expect because it's similar in Walt Disney World, and it was dark, but there's a woman right in front of me with a little baby on her lap, and I'm thinking, oh, good, dear Lord, please make sure she holds on to that baby. <laughs> um, but the overall theming in there was really beautiful, and I'm so glad that we got to see it. Yeah, that was my top three. I think my one of my top threes for the whole Disneyland attractions. Um, and then we went on the Jungle Cruise. What did you think of the Jungle Cruise? I thought the Jungle Cruise was very similar to Walt Disney World. I didn't feel much different. Exactly. There's certain attractions at Disneyland that you go on and you feel 
if you've been to Disney World many times, you don't feel different. Jungle Cruise was one of those. Yeah, definitely. The Big Thunder Mountain was a little bit similar to that, too. Yeah, exactly. And then there's other ones who you feel totally, like you, your expectations are totally blown away, like the parts of the Caribbean. Or um, I, can't, I, I can't really say the Haunted Mansion because it was a complete overlay. Mm, and so it's hard to it's, Yeah, it was a Jack comment. Skeleton overlay. It, I was a little disappointed with that. Not that it was bad. The Jack Skeleton overlay I thought was really good. It just I wanted to see the original version of the Haunted Mansion. Right, exactly. So you right. So I was that's we, why I was my disappointment lied was it was good, but it wasn't I wanted to see the original one. We wanted to be able to compare it to as well. Right. Uh, yeah. and then Space Mountain is different. Um, and then there's Autopia, which I looked forward to going on with the kids, which I like the Disney World version of that better. It's not Autopia, but it's a similar attraction. I like that one better. You said that, but I said I liked the queue better in Disneyland. I liked the whole overall feel of it. It was really way more nostalgic looking and feeling. You know what it is? The, the cars there are new. And yeah. It, I don't know. It threw me off. I'd, I like the old cars. They, they should have made old-fashioned cars. See, I think they are old-fashioned cars, but with newer. Well, I got a bug. Okay. I got like a f- newer version of a Volkswagen bug. No, no, no. You were looking at it wrong. In my eyes, it was a futuristic car that would have been futuristic back in the 50s. Maybe. They should have dirtied them up a little bit. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I thought the track was good, though. The track was longer, and it was it was a, a nicer track. Yeah, it definitely was. I, I, I definitely still still get – I still laugh, you know, and I was neck. I remember being neck and neck with somebody next to me, a total stranger, and I we were racing. The car, you know what laughing. it was? Here's what it was. The cars were not new looking, but they were new, like driving. Like in Disney World, if you let go of the brake, they're like, <laughs> these ones yeah. like had like a gradual slowdown. They were a little more. You couldn't mess with mean. anyone. True. And gotcha. then it took forever to start up again. It was like a. It's like they knew it was for kids, not me. Bruce's takeaway: couldn't mess with anybody. Not as fun. <laughs> I couldn't slam on the brakes to have someone ram into me. Even though there's signs everywhere that says don't stop. <laughs> My foot accidentally, maliciously, on purpose, stepped off the gas. Okay. And then we had the teacups. The teacups. So different outside. So pretty. But not as fast, right? And hard to turn. I couldn't get mine to go super fast like I was watching yours and usually you can't even i can't even keep my eye on you because you're going so fast but on this one you were it was it was a little more slow and steady my goal on the teacups with the kids is to go so fast that like they can't move their arms because they're stuck to the sides (laughs) and i couldn't i couldn't do that on this one but it was really pretty i got halfway through the teacups and i'm trying to go as fast as i can and it's not really working out for me too well and my arms are getting tired and the girls are yelling at me like, Dad, let's go. Keep going. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm really trying to go make this thing go fast. And I can't make it go any faster than this. Have I gotten that old in a short period of time? I really or? thought I did. I thought, man, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Well, I will agree with you because I, well, you went on with two kids and I went on with one. And, and I was being yelled at by our other kid because she had told me from the moment we sat on the teacup, she said, Please don't let us go slow because she knows I can't handle it, the, the, the spinning feeling. And I promised her. I said, I, I, I gotcha. We'll be just as fun and go just as fast as dad. You, We got this. Right. And I was really trying and I couldn't. And she's yelling at me because she's thinking I'm not trying hard enough. Do it on purpose. It was, it was quite the scene. It was definitely a competitive moment uh, between you, between your teacup and mine. You, you did get on a teacup though. 
I did get a teacup. I did score a teacup really quickly, um, thanks to our our daughter. She had. Um, I hate those competitive ones. They just open up the gate and let you go. Can't handle it. <laughs> it's stressful. I start to get stressed. No like, holds barred, man. I'm knocking over old ladies, kids. I'm getting on my teacup, man. You're not going to stop me. <laughs> I just can't handle it. I'll pick a kid it. right out of there and just take that's mine. I'm too nice. I yeah. see somebody coming. I'm like, oh, oh that's yours. Oh, yep. yep <laughs> you no did that in line like six times. You're like, you can cut in front of us. And I'm looking at you. I'm like, what are you doing? We've been waiting in the line for an hour and a half, and you're letting everybody go in front of us because you you want to say hi to them. I don't know. I don't know. That's I a good quality, like though. It. That's why I we, want. It's the opposite probably, of me. I was just you let them cut you, and then I'm like, you ain't cutting me, buddy. And then there's <laughs> 14 the people one. between. Yeah, then there's 14 people <laughs> between you and I. Bruce had to die on the purple one from from way in the beginning of the line. I was telling everybody in the queue, listen, I'm getting the purple one. Okay, <laughs> just so you know. But why don't they just see? I need to talk to a cast member next time, just so I can alleviate some of the stress because I can't. Just and, show me which one to go on. <laughs> just point. You are on the pink one, ma'am. <laughs> You'd be much happier and less stressed can out. Can you just can a cast member just walk me to the to the to the teacup for goodness sakes? I can't. That'll happen 30, 40 years from now when you're 70. <laughs> they can do that for me. You'll go in the back entrance. Oh goodness. And then you got to actually go on your Alice in Wonderland attraction. Which I didn't even know existed until a listener commented because I had said one of the things that I wished was in Walt Disney World was some sort of play on Alice in Wonderland because I really do love the movie. And I think it, even though there's teacups there, I think I still crave something else. And it was there in Disneyland. And I really thought it was really, really neat. I love the way they had the attractions. You know, all those attractions are smaller, but the stories are there. You definitely feel immersed and I would say, hands down, I, I really loved it. One that we didn't get to, to go on. that It was I a couple. Regret. Yeah, well, one that I really, really regret because I was talking about the how they're smaller was um, Peter Pan. That's one that I, I look back now thinking it was one of those attractions where, again, the line was long, we chose something else, and then we just never got back over there. Yeah, it was hard. It was really busy at night. When we left, you know, where the... The, baby the carousel is. It was. Yeah. It was like you couldn't walk. I, I, never, I thought we we're gonna lose the kids for one second. I thought you know we're holding my daughter's hand and like don't let go, whatever you do, because we're gonna lose you. And then our well, cell we phones were dying and like oh, yeah, so, this. yeah. So it was <laughs> responsible of us. Yes. Why? Well, hey, listen, it was take live stream it or save your kids. Which one are you gonna choose? I mean, we chose live, live streaming. Stream. Yeah. But what really surprised me is like is like you said earlier was it gets busier as the day goes on in Disneyland. Where in Disney World it's the opposite. So if you have older kids in Walt Disney World and you can plan your day and stay out late, usually come nine o'clock you can walk on almost every attraction. The lines it's like more spread out. Right. But in Disneyland, I mean, there were babies. It was ten o'clock and there are babies partying in there in their strollers. Why are you gonna like, call I'm, me out? <laughs> I'm looking down thinking. Oh, you meant like actual young kids. Like actual Not little. Not me being a baby. One year old. Okay. Oh, doing my, me in Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's 10 o'clock and they're still so excited to go on the attractions. Meanwhile, I'm a hot mess. I look awful. I mean, I'm there. I, I didn't want to leave, but 
they were outdoing me, and it you, you don't see that in Walt Disney World. Well, it got to the point at ten o'clock, and this is towards the end of the night. We went on Star Tours, and we got there at eight o'clock in the morning, so we've been going all day, and it got to the point where you knew it was time to go when you were in line, and like the excitement was wearing off, like because you were just so tired that you're like, you know what, I'm done, and you get I'm on done. the attraction, and you just sit there staring, and as excited as you are to be there the uh you're just tired and that's kind of how we felt on star tours which is the last attraction we went on yeah exactly. which was fine by me because it's exactly the same as in disney world right like the, even like, the queue is the same it is the same uh, the, it is exa- well the outside and Dis- at uh hollywood studios the outside is much better actually but you know for me I wasn't really, I mean, I went on Star Tours for the kids, basically. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. It's one of my must-dos in Hollywood Studios. But it's one of those attractions in Hollywood Studios. You can literally go on multiple times in Hollywood Studios because the the attraction itself, the, the lines are always fast-moving. Right. So I've been on the attraction more times than I could count. And in Disneyland, I wanted to see the things that, I would never get to see in Walt Disney World. And, and you knew the nostalgic that was going to. Yeah. And you knew that the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland is different than Disney World. Star Tours is new. You know, it's going to be kind of similar. Right. So I, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't overly excited to see it. It was, it was fun. I mean, I, I definitely had a great time. But like you said, it was exactly the same. Right. Um, but my overall experience in Disneyland, I want to say, is that I just loved. And I didn't think I would, but I loved how small everything was and how you really got to feel sort of every land and not feel exhausted. Yeah. You know, in Disney World, you cannot, you know, you cannot see it all in a short period of time. You cannot do it all. And there in Disneyland, I felt like we got to do so much and see so many things and really, um, I mean, it was just a great time. I think for I, us I, too, the time change affected us a little bit too because we're, you know, we're a from, little. Yeah. A lot, actually. And I did like, I did also like how the small feel of Disneyland. I didn't necessarily like the small feel of those ropes in the line. (laughs) Key takeaway. Yes. The small ropes. Not everything is small in Disneyland. (laughs) Go on a diet before you Including the people next to you are really close. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but I think overall it's definitely... um, so different, but so great to have seen and walked in this very same footsteps as Walt Disney. I mean, there was nothing you could do to to prepare me for that feeling, um, and I definitely will never forget it. And I have a picture of Walt Disney that I love where he's kind of has his hands in his pockets, and you could tell the park's not open yet, and he's walking out of the castle in the walkway, and that's when I felt it when you're in that same spot that he walked. It was like Walt Disney was walking here. Right. Not just like had the idea for the park and somebody else built it. Like he was actually walking in this park, riding the carousel, you know, uh, walking through the tunnel of the castle, looking at it. It's just, it's just amazing to think about all that. I do want to say though, for those of you that haven't gone to Disneyland yet or, you know, don't have it planned, I will say that I do get the same spirit in Walt Disney World, and I do feel that same connection to Walt Disney, and I do know that his spirit is alive and floating around in there, because I definitely have that same connection, and although he never physically walked in Walt Disney World, don't feel like you're missing too much, because 
you can still have that great connection. If you ever like, don't feel like it. I mean, I think you should go visit Disneyland because it's it's obviously great to visit. Of course. But if you never get the chance to, you still get that same feeling in Disney World. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so come join us live Friday seven thirty. Talk we're to us. We're still doing this. Yeah, we're doing this, man. We're gonna All be right. back at the home office. Um, <laughs> hopefully, the camera will work good, and you know we'll be able to hear everybody and see everything and come join us talk about our trip you can come ask us some questions come hang out with us that'll be 7 30 eastern time over on facebook unlock uh, facebook.com forward slash unlocking the magic we have a very special guest coming on this week later on for next week's show i don't know if i'm gonna be i don't know if i'm actually gonna be having too much to say again it might be another similar situation with so i'll be talking to a special guest this week and connie will just be I'll be joining Observing. you, but yeah. yes, exactly. But please um, be sure to look um, look out for that soon. We'll 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 drop some hints again on who that who that is. But well, I'm really it's excited. scheduled for this week, so Friday show we'll be able to talk about it. Yes. So join us on Friday because it'll have already happened, and we'll give you a little hint and talk about who that special guest is. If you are going to Disneyland or Disney World, go check out Enchanted-Escapes.com. They can help you book your trip, make your reservations, make your fast passes, everything that you are kind of annoyed doing. Like nowadays, you go on there, you got to hit the button, refresh all the time. You get spend 16 hours trying to find a hotel. They'll do all of that for you. Just go over to enchanted-escapes.com. Usually they join us on the show on Friday night as well. So if you have any specific questions about booking or where to stay or what to do, you can come watch us live, ask your question. If we don't know it, they'll be helpful to answer that as well. Perfect. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this episode, Connie. This is a longer episode, but I enjoyed it. There's so much to talk about. I feel like we could have done two episodes just about Disneyland itself. Exactly. So there'll be more to come, and definitely we have to do uh, Would You Rather. Well, so we, I think this is going to be a three-parter. We're going to do Disneyland, this episode, which you just listened to. Hopefully you like that. Next one, we'll talk about California Adventure, because I have some things to say about California Adventure. Oh, you do? I have many <laughs> things to say. <laughs> and then downtown Disney and the hotels we'll talk about. Sounds like a great, great. And maybe we'll do that with a would you rather. Because I, I think a, a would you rather Disneyland or Disney World would be interesting. Definitely. All right. Definitely. Is that going to do it? That's going to do it. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you Friday. <laughs>